0: welcome to slice of life because a bite was not enough you've listened to brenda's bites for years and now brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region now here's your host brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the second live edition of Slice of Life right here on KB 1520. Apologies for a little bit of a technical glitch at the top, but we are up and running and delighted to be back with you uh, once again. And this show focuses on all sorts of happenings around Western New York. So in this edition, uh, in a moment, I'll talk with Michael Marsh. Mike is with the Marani Hotel Group, and uh, they have wonderful properties on both sides of the border. But it can be easy running a hotel group and restaurants in the era of COVID-19. So we'll talk about what's happening and how they are forging ahead in spite of the challenges we now face. Later in the show, a very familiar voice will join us, Gina LaTuca. And Gina is the Chief Communications Officer at the SPCA and has been there for more than three decades and has gone through... A lot of changes in the world of uh, animal care and uh, and shelters for our beloved furry friends. They have a virtual pause in the Park that's already underway right now. And we'll get into that and some other topics with Gina Latuca. Certainly your calls are welcome, 803-1520, if you'd like to talk to Mike Marsh about the hotel business, or a little later with Gina Latuca about Uh, animal welfare, and what's happening with their latest fundraiser, the virtual Paws in the Park. In the meantime, Mike Marsh, I welcome you to the second ever uh, Slice of Life right here on ESPN 1520. Good morning, Mike.
1: Good morning, Brenda. Thanks for having me.
0: Always a pleasure to talk to you, Mike. And uh, as I mentioned at the top, you're with the Marani Hotel Group. And I'll tell you what, when you go to the website, it's M E R A N I com. it's really remarkable the number of properties that your company has, both on this side of the border and uh, uh, with our friends in Canada. Give us a quick rundown, if you would, Mike, about what uh, the Marani Hotel Group includes. Sure.
1: So we own and operate five hotels in Niagara Falls, New York, and uh, Ontario, as you'd mentioned. Uh, Right now on the state side, we have the Niagara Riverside Resort, the Doubletree by Hilton, and the Holiday Inn. And on the Canadian side, we have the Days Inn and Suites and the Sterling Inn and Spa. Um, As you mentioned, we'd also have restaurants in each of the properties, uh, Bella Vista Restaurante in uh, the Niagara Riverside Resort, Parkway Prime at the Doubletree, and... uh, the famous Anchor Bar at the Holiday Inn and then <laughs> on the Canadian side in the Sterling Inn and Spa we have AG Inspired Cuisine. Um, we also have two properties uh, under development, one on the state side and one on the Canadian side as well. So uh, we're uh, we're staying busy during this pandemic.
0: So what has it been like, Mike? It's got to be, uh, you know, you hear about how the uh, the hotel industry has really been affected by Uh, The people who, uh, people like me who love to travel but are unable to really travel any significant distance, and obviously with the border closed, it's been difficult. How has this affected your day-to-day operation?
1: Sure. So, um, yeah, it's been challenging, no no doubt about it. Um, Obviously, the border being closed has been a challenge for both sides. I think uh, the Canadian properties have fared a little bit uh, less favorably than the U.S. side, but... You know, what's interesting is uh, we are a, a, a drive traffic, uh, you know, or, or you know, a visitors' uh, uh, mecca, you could say. And we, uh, we've seen a lot of drive in traffic this year, um, I would say on both sides of the border. Um, obviously, from an operations perspective, uh, we have taken many precautions uh, necessary to protect our guests and our employees, uh, social distancing signage hand sanitizer stations, mandatory wearing of masks for both employees and guests, in in addition to wellness checks. So, you know, our team has really stepped up uh, in these challenging times. Um, No question about it, business volume is down. But, like I said, I think we're faring a lot better than some other markets uh, in the United States and in Canada uh, where, uh, you know, maybe it's a major city or or something of that nature. And, uh, you know, like I said, we've seen a a significant amount of – drive-in traffic uh, on both sides of the border.
0: We're talking with Michael Marsh. Mike is the vice president of operations for the Morani Hotel Group. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, the Sterling Inn and Spa is one of my favorite places uh, in Canada. Mike, I look forward to going back there because not only is it a unique type of hotel, it's really kind of a European feel, uh, boutique and beautiful, small, intimate uh, chef Corey does a heck of a job at AG inspired cuisine at the restaurant do you find that people uh, come from all over Canada uh, and obviously the US when the border is open to just have dinner even at the restaurant or at the uh, at the hotel
1: absolutely uh, AG inspired cuisine is one of the top restaurants not only in uh, uh, the province of Ontario but also all of Canada and uh, you know we're number three out of about Three hundred and almost four hundred uh, restaurants in the uh, Niagara Falls area. Um, and Australian spa, as you mentioned, is, has been uh, rated number one in TripAdvisor, and it's actually going on two and a half years running. So, quite a quite a special uh, uh, venue for you know, obviously for relaxation. We have full service spa, and then AG inspired cuisine. We also have a, uh, a a farm, so it's a true farm to table restaurant where we grow our produce and uh, uh, obviously prepare it and then serve it to each of our guests and it's really uh, it's really been well received
0: you know mike i i think about that farm to table because it's been such a movement in the food world and uh the folks at ag really live that life uh even the most minor of things uh you know i know Corey once made a rub uh, you know a spice rub and he'll do dressings and it's not just you go and pick uh you know some apples from the tree there's a real a comprehensive kind of approach to this farm to table. And you can taste it, you can taste the difference there. It's fresh, it's delicious, it's innovative. Uh, I just think it is one of my all time favorite restaurants on either side of the border. So uh, you have some unique offerings there. Let's talk a little about your, um, your waterfront uh, too, because so many people gravitate to the water. And uh, I know your four points by Sheridan um, to the Niagara Riverside Resort was the Best Western Premier Collection, right? Is that something that's right on the water?
1: That's correct. It's uh, We uh, converted it from uh, the Four Points by Sheraton to the Niagara Riverside Resort uh, actually early in the year. And our goal was to uh, uh, create almost an independent-type property. It's under the Best Western Premier Collection. And being right on the waterfront, uh, just uh, – Uh, south of the uh, North Grand Island Bridge uh, with spectacular views uh, all day long on the sunsets, the sun settling over the bridge. And uh, we're really trying to focus on boat traffic. And we've uh, actually got a special this weekend where we're running uh, for the first five boats that uh, pull up, uh, they'll receive a free classic or margarita pizza. And uh, that's running both today and tomorrow afternoon. So, um, you know, we're, we're trying to res- uh, create a resort-type atmosphere, uh, something that really is non-existent on the Niagara River. And, you know, we expect in the coming years to build boat docks uh, to accommodate uh, additional capacity for boat traffic. We uh, have uh, fire pits uh, out on the lawn, uh, you know, with great views of the river. We're serving s'mores. And, you know, moving forward, we expect to maybe, you know, build an outdoor pool, do other re- uh, recreational activities, maybe basketball, volleyball courts, and uh, hopefully have uh, some sort of outdoor venue for weddings and other attractions. So we're very excited about that. Um, it's uh, It's been uh, very well received. We revamped our uh, Bella Vista restaurant mem- menu, and, uh, you know, we've, we've been uh, fairly busy throughout the summer.
0: Yeah, you know, Mike, I remember when uh, you brought the chef in, when we were able to do the show in the studio under more normal times. Uh, and uh, the food from there was absolutely delicious. I mean, you have some very accomplished chefs who work in your various properties. And I love the idea of catering to boaters because at least there's some mobility on the water that we still have. I'll have to get my kayak at, out and uh, see if I can get that free pizza. Will you be doing more of those? For you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Will you be doing more of those specials uh, uh, while we still have some good weather?
1: Oh, absolutely. We're hoping that the, the good weather that we've had this summer lasts throughout the fall. And uh, we'll be uh, – creating a variety of different uh, offerings uh, moving forward. Um, Really looking forward to, you know, getting through this year, this challenge, and, uh, you know, I think we're going to hit the the ground running next year and uh, really take advantage of uh, what everything uh, everything that Niagara Falls and the Niagara River has to offer.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to note, too, when you think about the waterfront, people might automatically think about canal side or, uh, maybe a park setting where there's water, but let's not forget uh, the beautiful Niagara River and and the falls, obviously, uh, right here in our backyard as well. It's almost like we take it for granted because it's always been there. Uh, Mike, yeah. do you find um, that uh, employment has remained somewhat steady? I think it, it's important to point out that when the Marani Hotel Group has a lot of properties and restaurants, as we mentioned, but. You're an economic driver in the sense that you employ a lot of local people. What has that been like for you during the past several months?
1: it's It's been a, it's been a challenge. Uh, we've uh, fortunately been able to um, uh, secure a lot of hours for our associates through the busier periods. and uh, so we're you know we've got a solid team and we're we're very uh, proud of everybody's efforts through this uh, challenging time. Um but nonetheless it it is a challenge um, and uh, but 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 I think uh you know we'll continue to uh, overcome it. um our you know our hotels are a leading market share, and uh, you know uh, we're we're a great place to work, so um it's a it's a great team, and uh, look forward to good things moving forward. i think the 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 waterfront restaurants, uh one other thing I wanted to mention was uh, Parkway prime also as has beautiful views of the Niagara River, a little bit close uh, to the falls, so uh, you can't boat there. But uh, <laughs> I think that's something we've really been able to take advantage of because all three of our, our U.S. restaurants have patio uh, offerings. And, uh, you know, even Anchor Bar, we've been able to create a patio in front of the store. So, um, you know, it's it's uh, our employees are happy to work with us and, uh, you know, we'll uh, continue to provide great guest service for all of our customers.
0: And Parkway Prime is located inside the Double Tree by Hilton. Uh, Mike, what kind of precautions do you take, you and your staff, to ensure that people feel comfortable when they do indeed come to visit?
1: You know, we've really done a lot of signage, you know, from every time, uh, from when you enter the buildings to enter the restaurants. Uh, We have social distancing uh, throughout the building, including the elevators. Um, obviously we're at a limited capacity in our restaurants, which is somewhat of a challenge, but nonetheless, I think our customers uh, appreciate it and they, they see what we're doing. Um, you know, hand sanitizer stations throughout the buildings and the restaurants. And, uh, once again, requirement of, uh, obviously masks uh, for both guests and employees, uh, is, uh, an important protocol. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's clear what we've done. And I think that, uh, puts a lot of, uh, you know, uh, relief on the customers as well as the employees' uh, side uh, because we are, uh, you know, we are trying to keep the environment safe for everybody.
0: Well, absolutely. Their comfort level is so important for everybody. And really, folks, if you you want to do a little getaway and yet not leave uh, an area, you know, you might be 20 minutes from home, but you feel like you're in a whole different world, the Marani Hotel Group, and uh, check out their website. It's very well done. It's very well organized. Uh, I was tooling around on it this morning, looking at all the, the various properties and restaurants, and sometimes I like to just read menus, and <laughs> find it to be very uh, not only relaxing but inspiring and find out how people are preparing food, especially in our neck of the woods where there's so much to draw upon. Last question for you, Mike. In terms of uh, wine and uh and other spirits and so forth. Do you try to draw from the local region?
1: We, we do when we can. Um, you know, it's uh, it's important. I think, uh, you know, obviously with New York State has some great wines, and uh, we try to take advantage of that as well as the craft beers.
0: Um, yes. So
1: I think it's a, it's a selling point, especially for tourists wanting to try a new thing and uh, you know, try something local. And uh, so, yeah, we try to promote uh, local uh vineyards as well as uh, breweries as uh, as much as we can
0: that's great it's a real partnership between uh the the countries uh, across our border that we know so well let's hope it's opened soon and but that everybody remains safe mike marsh thank you so much for joining us this morning i really appreciate your input and i wish you the best of luck stay safe and well
1: my pleasure great to be with you brenda
0: Thank you so much. We'll take a quick time out right here on Slice of Life. Your calls are welcome 803-1520 and Gina Latuca, a familiar voice and name in the world of animal welfare, will join us next. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And welcome back to the second ever live edition of Slice of Life. If you'd like to join us, 803-1520. And joining us, and I'm so happy to have her on the show, is Gina Latuca, who is the Chief Communications Officer of the SPCA, serving Erie County, and a very dear friend. Hello, Gina. Welcome. Hi, Brenda. So good to talk to you. It's a, it's a pleasure, and there's so much going on right now in spite of the pandemic. Uh, you have the Paws in the Park virtual walk already underway. And Gina, for folks who may not know uh, how this works, uh, it is virtual, so it's a whole new look. And you don't even have to have a, a dog with you, right? How does it all play out under these rather unusual circumstances? No, well, you know, for
2: uh, almost 27 years, we have been doing uh, Pause in the Park at Chestnut Ridge and at Beaver Island, and uh, we actually made our way up to almost 1,000 real dogs at the event. Some people came without dogs to help support Pause in the Park. And uh, this year, of course, you know, it's amazing to watch how everybody is adapting and how organizations are, are changing We decided to, you know, you have to do just that. We had to make Paws in the Park a virtual walk. Actually, though, we're kind of using that term loosely because we're encouraging people to take real walks and videotape these walks, maybe take photos. Some people are going to parks. Some are going up and down their neighborhood uh, streets and and collecting donations for Paws in the Park. Some are taking walks without dogs. If they don't have dogs, they still want to support the event. And uh, they're sending us pictures and videos of their walks, and, and they're participating virtually with real walks. Kind of confusing, but it's working out. People are loving the flexibility of it.
0: Well, that's one thing. I guess we all have to adapt, and, uh, you know, things are different, and I think uh, it'll be continue to be different for quite some time to come. So being able to be flexible and adapt to these uh, different challenges we face is key in today's day and age. Gina, and, and this is, you know, I know that, you know, we all live it every day. And this walk, though, in this particular case, is actually more of a month-long endeavor. How does that work? It is. It was In the
2: past, it was a one-day event. It was in September, usually toward the end of September. And uh, this year we decided, because every element of the walk has changed, we decided to extend it. So instead of just September 26th, when the walk was scheduled. It's now August 26th through September 26th. And uh, what we found was some of the people who have been gradually doing their two miles, some do it all in one shot. Some people are sending us pictures and they're gradually doing their two miles. What we found is very interesting. Uh, In the past, we put surveys out asking people why they may not have participated in pause in the park. And we thought, geez, are we going to hear from people who say, well, you know, I'm not of the FPCA, or I don't like what you do or what we actually heard from people is the day wasn't good for us the location wasn't good for us so it turns out that we are having some of these people who have never been able to participate in the past participate now because they have a month to do it and they can do it anywhere they want so it's been interesting to watch this unfold and to watch who's registering.
0: Yes, and I guess you can't assume anything. That's great to know, Gina, that, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of timing, not necessarily any other reason behind that. And and I think it's important to point out that you, uh, the agency has remained open throughout the pandemic. Uh, How do you, how have you addressed this whole issue?
2: Mm, that was, those were some heavy discussions back in March when at first we thought we were going to have to close. And uh, one of the problems that the senior management and the whole management team at the SPCA had was, you know, our name is SPCA Serving Erie County. How do we continue to serve Erie County if we're forced to close? Well, fortunately, uh, mid-March, animal welfare organizations and shelters were put on the essentials list. Once we realized we wouldn't have to close, we went to work modifying our programs to figure out how we could safely serve this community and continue to do so, but do it in a manner that's healthy for the people that we're serving, healthy for our staff, volunteers. At that point, we didn't know how this affected animals, so and we still really don't know too much about that, but we had to do this in a manner that protected everyone. Uh, we were able to come up with new forms of animal rescue, cruelty investigations, uh, animal admissions. We kept animal adoptions open, thinking, well, th- this might not be the best time for adoptions. And you know, our animal adoptions never stopped. People really? would be waiting to come into the. It was amazing to watch people decide this is the time, Uh, you know, with the interview process, we make sure it's not an impulsive thing. Is this just because of the stress of the situation? Uh, Adoptions have never stopped. This community backed us up and housed these animals, allowing us to admit more animals throughout this period. It's been incredible to watch this community support us and our animals.
0: That's such a a wonderful story to hear. And what would we do without our our friends, Gina? I'll tell you what, you know, we have a a dog named Walter. We have two cats, Donatella and Dexter. And when we're (laughs) stuck at home and and just trying to, you know, function the best you can, pretty much staying home, um, the comfort and the companionship and the love they provide is unmatched. It just A wonderful wonderful time to really appreciate our pets and so happy to hear that people have been able to uh, to bring some shelter pets home even in a pandemic now are you able to uh, have folks come into the shelter at 300 uh, Harlem Road we are we are doing uh,
2: appointment admissions so if people have an animal that they have to bring in Uh, they can make appointments and we schedule them out. We're probably at about two weeks out. So if there are people who know that they will be in a position later in the month or later this year, it's good to just call and get your appointment made. If you're in a position that you think you're gonna have to surrender your animal, because it's appointment admissions at this point We have maintained appointment adoptions for dogs, and I'll get back to that in a moment, but for cats, uh, other animals, small animals, we don't have appointment adoptions anymore. Uh, We are controlling the number of people allowed in those areas so that we're obeying occupancy guidelines, but people can just come to the SPCA. They don't have to make an appointment to adopt those animals. Uh, We don't play favorites. We love all of our animals equally, but it seems that our dogs attract the most people. And that is what put us most at risk of breaking occupancy guidelines in the building. So we now have appointment adoptions just for dogs. Um, it's kind of complicated, and we're scheduling about a week out. Which okay. It's hard because, you know, people go to the website, they fall in love with the dog, and right. then they find out by the time we get in, the dog might be gone. But, you know, it's, it's the best way that we can think of right now to keep everyone
0: safe. Well, we all have to, uh, to adapt to these changing times. It sounds like the SPCA is on top of its game, and Gina Latuca is a key part of that team. Gina, thank you so much for taking time out of your Saturday morning to join us. Really appreciate the information. Thanks so much, Brenda. We'll see you soon. You bet. I look forward to it. That'll put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life. Appreciate you tuning in as well. We'll look for you next Saturday live at 9 a.m. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.